Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join us for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. Today we're going to be wrapping up. 1 Corinthians chapter number 9, and we're going to finish it out with some powerful verses and some admonition to you and I who want to not just run the Christian race, but we want to run so as to obtain. We want to win the Christian race. Paul used the illustration, and we covered it in the last study, how all these runners run in the race, but only one wins. They all participate. They all run. But only one gets the prize, and it's a little bit different than our day and hour where everybody who participates gets a trophy. But in, in a real race, though they all run, they don't all win. Same thing's true in the Christian life. Not everybody who's a Christian is going to experience the same things from God. They're not going to see the same things at the judgment seat of Christ, for that matter. And you and I who are in the Christian life, living the Christian life, running the Christian race, I don't want to run this race so as to obtain. By the way, I don't want to win anything to keep... We want to win something so that we have something to give back to the Lord. And I want to hear him say, well done. And I want to please the one who paid it all, who gave his life and died for my sin on the cross of Calvary. Now, if you've missed any of these Bible studies, you can always get them via our podcast. Our podcast is available wherever you find your podcasts. Type in Striving for Revival, hit subscribe, and you'll get access to all of these archived Bible studies uh, that we have done. And that way, if you miss us on the radio, you can always catch us there via the podcast. And I hope you're having a great day today. I tell you, every day here, it's just about the same. I mean, it's just like a repeat. The weather is just about always the same. It's usually sunny, not too hot, not too cold, just about right. I always tell people, if it was not for liberal politics, <laughs> liberal politicians, there'd be no better place on earth to live than where we live. We are blessed beyond measure, and we deal with all the craziness, and it's worth it. There are people here to reach. Uh, God's doing a great work, and I tell you, we're just blessed and highly favored. And I hope you feel the same. Wherever God's planted you, wherever God has placed you, that's your spot, and that's your station, and that's your place, and you got to give it all you got for God. Don't ever get sour. Don't get bitter. Don't get mad about where God stations you. You just serve God there. It's amazing how God will touch a man's life or a lady's heart, and they'll go to a foreign country and glad gladly go without serve there as missionaries, and they love it. And you and I should never, never, never be upset or bitter or mad at God or looking for greener pastures. Why don't you just serve God, stay where you're planted, and do a work for Him, and you watch how God's going to bless that. Now, let's read these verses today, some of my favorite verses in the Bible. I love these verses, what a challenge it is to our life. But in verse 25, it starts, "...and every man that striveth for the mastery." Now, when you read that word, striveth, it has the idea of straining, of pressing, of agonizing, of working, battling. You are giving it all that you've got. Now, what are you giving it all that you've got for? It said you're striving for 
the mastery, striving for the mastery. That means you are struggling to win. You are struggling to succeed. You are struggling to persevere. You are struggling to come out on top. You're not looking to finish last or even second. You want to win this thing, striving for the mastery. And by the way, that should be That ought to be your goal and mine when it comes to the Christian life. We ought not be content to kick in the shallows and stay on the bottom rung of the ladder and just be like every other dead Christian. We ought to have a hunger in our heart to get as close to God as we can, to grow in grace, to learn our Bible, to experience God's power. We ought to want to strive for the mastery. And by the way, that is not for you. And that is not for me to say, look at us. That is not a pride thing. That is so that we can please the Lord and we can know him better. And so you and I ought to be striving for the mastery. So that's what it tells us there in verse number 25. It said, every man that striveth for the mastery, now watch what it says, is temperate in all things. Temperate in all things. That word temperate, what does that mean? That word temperate means you are self-controlled. You show some self-discipline. Paul uses the phrase uh, later on in the text, bringing under subjection. That means your flesh is not telling you what to do, but that you, filled with the Spirit, led by the Holy Spirit, you are dictating to the flesh. You are striving for the mastery. Why? So you're temperate. Being temperate means putting yourself in a place that might not be all that comfortable to the carnal side of your life. I think about an athlete who's training for an athletic event. They will gladly go without. They watch their diet. They watch their schedule. They have a workout routine. They make sure that everything uh, is advantageous to them winning. Why? Because they eat, sleep, and drink that competition. They have a goal. They want to win that corruptible uh, goal, that trophy set before them. So they're temperate, not just in some areas of life, but they're temperate in all things. And there's an admonition there for the Christian. Paul even says, now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown. They're chasing after a trophy that will one day decay, one day it will dilapidate, one day it'll fall into the dust. They are chasing after a crown that is corruptible. But then he adds on the end of that, but we an incorruptible. We're going after something that moth cannot uh, eat, dust won't corrupt it. It's going to stand throughout eternity. We are after an incorruptible crown. So now if an athlete in the temporal sense will strive for the mastery and be temperate, you and I as Christians ought to be glad as we strive for the mastery to be temperate. What that means is we make sure that we keep our flesh under a subjection that we uh, yield to the Holy Spirit of God, and we might say no to some things that we have a right to say yes to, but it's not advantageous. We'll say no to some things that we might take pleasure in on the fleshly side, but we know it is not advantageous. So we're glad to rope all of that in, to bring all that into captivity so that we might please Christ. We are in this race. We're in this race not to obtain something corruptible, but in this thing to hear well done. We're in this thing to bring glory to God. So we are doing it. Now, as a preacher, a preacher who's not willing to put himself on the back burner, to humble himself, to yield, to keep himself under subjection so that his people might hear the gospel, so that he might have the touch of God on his life, so that God might bless the ministry. He, he ought to get out. He ought to just get out. It is a selfless life, not a selfish life that you and I have been called to. And Paul said in verse 26, I therefore so run. He said, here's how I run. Not as uncertainly. He said, I'm not running like I have no goal. 
I'm not running like I don't know the race before me. I am running with a purpose. I am running with a goal. I am running with an objective. He said, I run with some certainty. So fight I, not as one that beateth the air. Now that illustration takes us to boxing. And you understand Paul, Paul is a fan of athletics. He talks about running several times and wrestling and here boxing. Think about it. A man who is shadow boxing. Have you ever heard the phrase shadow boxing? He's punching the air. You think about how that boxer gets in the ring and then he is warm up as he's walking around the ring. He'll punch to the air. He's not fighting an opponent. He's just punching in the air. It's like a, it's a futile thing. You're never going to defeat the air, but he's punching. And he said, I'm not doing that. I'm not just throwing fists at shadows. I'm not just throwing fists at empty space. I'm not just punching the air. He said, I have an enemy before me. I have an objective before me. I've got a goal set before me. He said, I am running this thing for a purpose. I am fighting for a purpose. Therefore, in verse 27, I keep under my body and bring it into subjection. What he's saying is, I submit. I make sure I crucify my flesh. I die daily. He's talking about wrestling. He's talking about pinning, if you will. His goal is to win the race of the Christian life. He's looking to win an incorruptible crown when he stands at the judgment seat. He does does not want to be a castaway, so he brings himself in to discipline. He brings himself into this avenue of temperance so that in all things he might please the Lord. And here's what he said at the end. So when I've preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. He does not want to to uh, preach righteousness. He does not want to preach the Christian life to others and not live it. He wants to make sure his walk matches his talk. He doesn't want it to be vanity. He doesn't want it to be empty. The metaphor is this. He, he, he doesn't want to fail in this thing. He doesn't want to lose the race. He wants to gain the prize. His concern is even though he's preached Christ to others, that he's not worthy of reward. Why? Because his life is not backing up his lips. His doctrine does not match his day day-to-day life. And he said, I don't want that to be true. So I run with a purpose. I fight with a purpose. I serve with a purpose. I preach with a purpose. My life is based on principle and purpose. I bring it in to subjection. I am temperate. I make sure I do not yield my liberty as a stumbling block or haphazardly or carelessly. Why? His goal is to win sinners, whether it's Jew or Gentile, weak or strong. He said, I might gain the more. So gladly, he said, gladly, gladly, I'll go without. I'll do the hard thing. I'll submit. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take the heat. I'll stand through the scorn and slander. Why? Because I'm looking for an incorruptible crown. Well, that's 1 Corinthians chapter number 9. That concludes this ninth chapter for us. I believe we had 10 Bible studies in the ninth chapter. We're going to be taking this step into chapter 10 next time, so make sure you stay with us. Don't miss that one. And until then, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.